G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Now, if you've been listening to Vision for a while, you will know that here at Vision, we're a part of a major movement in Christian media, and it doesn't stop at our national borders. Over the past 30 years, the expansion has been breathtaking, with United Christian Broadcasters now in as many as 50 nations. United Christian Broadcasters are well-established operations, big ones, I'll start with big ones like that in the UK, or the affiliates in the United States. New Zealand, of course, which is the foundation for where everything got started. And also UCB here in Australia. There's UCB in the Philippines, in Canada, and the expansion now into Africa. Well, it's become a cross-cultural mission endeavour. And now with 14 language groups being reached... As a listener and supporter of Vision, it's always a pleasure to remind you that we are a part of an overflow in our immediate region into the nations of the South Pacific and up into Southeast Asia. And you may or may not know, but our own Ian Warby has been the spearhead for working on international expansion as the CEO of UCB Asia Pacific. And additional to that, Ian's also chair of UCB International, nurturing expansion all over the world. Ian, it's always a pleasure. Welcome back to 2020. Uh, It's wonderful to be back. Uh, Happy New Year to you, Neil, and to all of our amazing listeners. It's great to be here. Ian, a lot of listeners, we hear you talking about things, you know, and we don't get as many opportunities like this, but when there's a -a vision-a-thon on, things like that, people hear Ian Warby. All of a sudden, there's Ian Warby's back again. Oh, you mean he's still around? (laughs) Because sometimes when you're not really up there in the public ear, in the perception of our listeners, people might wonder what you're doing, but you're in fact doing all sorts of things behind the scenes, helping the momentum to increase. But let me start with this. It has been a tough time through COVID. Nations had closed, borders had closed, people got very, uh, I guess, lax in the way that the expansion works. And, And I know you've had some frustrations there, but things are beginning to open up beautifully. Yeah, I guess, you know, uh, we, like many others, you know, we suffered the uh, the disruption, the global disruption uh, that was caused by the pandemic, and obviously the inability to freely travel uh, to our nations. We're actually operating in twelve nations in the Asia Pacific region, and so it was very frustrating as we got news that certain. Uh, radio f- services had fallen over and we weren't able to get them the technical help to restore them. Uh, we also, like a lot of uh, other organisations, we had to learn to, to pivot and to learn to, to do our media ministry in different ways other than face-to-face. So we all took to online services uh, lots of uh, Zoom-type meetings and uh, having to ship uh, resources, uh, spare parts, transmitters, computers, and so on uh, to our neighboring uh, UCB affiliates. 
and then getting online and showing them and demonstrating to them how to to um, to install them or to restore them. But look, everything that we do, just like vision, is a response to the great commission that the Lord Jesus gave us. Uh, we read that in the Gospels in Matthew 28 and Mark 16, where Jesus said to go into all the world and to proclaim the good news about salvation through Jesus and only through him. Uh, and we do that uh, over the airwaves through radio. But now with uh, new technologies, we're doing that online and with uh, apps. And we also do that through publishing, um, not only printing uh, the, our very popular daily devotional, but also making those available electronically online and through the apps. And we do that because the second part of the Great Commission, apart from preaching the gospel, is to make disciples. And so I guess my role is to try to train up faithful men and women who can replicate the great things that have happened through uh, vision here in Australia, where we now nearly have 800 radio stations. We're publishing over 150,000 copies of the Word for the Day every quarter. Um, uh, Our research tells us that we're impacting more than a million people every month in this country. Well, we're wanting to do exactly the same thing uh, with our neighbors because part of that commission is – you know, first in Jerusalem, then in Samaria, that's the outlying areas, and then to the rest of the world. And that's what we're doing. We're taking that fairly literally. We're taking the good news and all the skills and everything that we've learned over the last three decades here in Australia. We've condensed that all down and we're replicating that in the islands and across Asia. And I just want to thank all of our faithful listeners and our readers and our supporters because, you know, when you support vision, you are actually supporting our work in the Asia-Pacific region because uh, Vision follows the biblical model of the tithe and they set aside 10% of all unspecified donations and a good portion of that is invested in the work that um, uh, myself and our team at UCB Asia-Pacific are doing. And look, we've got some exciting things that we can tell you about that um, are happening and they're on the drawing board to happen this year. We'll get into some of those, but just to pause and reflect for a moment because uh, there'll be a lot of people who have been supporters of Vision over, uh, sometimes over decades. Yep. Uh, people are just loyal and every time we have an appeal, uh, they're the first ones on the phone or online and they're making a donation. So, so if you've given $100, $10 of that has been allocated to Missions, what's happened yep. To missions, yep. and so expanding what's happening with UCB, our immediate neighbours, South Pacific Island nations, and up into Southeast Asia. You did say, Ian, that while we've got the broadcast opportunities that are being nurtured along, and some of those are, you know, still in their infancy and they're still getting their feet. You've got the app. Now, listeners who have the Vision app will just know how good that is to be able to access the Word for Today on it, to be able to stream either Vision or the Vision 180 Youth Channel. You just At the touch of a button, it's so easy to do. Is it something similar to the app that, that listeners are using in Australia that's now being introduced into the South Pacific Islands and Southeast Asia? Yes, it's very, very similar in its, um, in its function and its structure. So basically, you can download the app free, 
um, if you're using an iPhone from the Apple Store or if you're using an Android um, from the Google Play Store, you just search for UCB Asia Pacific, you download it. And just as you're familiar here with the Vision app, um, you can uh, allocate that you want to listen to a particular radio stream. So because we've got 12 nations, you can go to the menu and say, I want to listen to Fiji or I want to listen to um, Vanuatu or Solomon Islands uh, or Timor-Leste and so on. And you can also nominate to read the word for today. So there is on your screen, you can read today's reading of the word for today. We've got uh, a few other wonderful um, uh, resources there. You can access the Bible, but not only in English, but you can look up the country and look up um, the local language. And in some countries like Vanuatu and Papua New Guinea, there's many different dialects. And so you can not only read, but you can listen to the audio uh, of the Bible being read out in the local dialect. And in some countries, you can even watch the Jesus video and listen to the soundtrack in the local language. So you can imagine if, you, if you're living in a remote part of Papua New Guinea or Vanuatu, and maybe you're not particularly good at reading, um, you can just navigate quite easily through the, the free app that we've made available, and they can listen to God's word for them in their local language, as well as listening into uh, the Life FM audio stream of the radio or read the word for today. Hey, let's talk about one initiative that's happening in Thailand. And when you say uh, not everybody has literacy at high levels, uh, not everybody is reading or studying the Bible, we're encouraging that. Even in Australia, I might even say that I've had guests who have reflected on the low literacy levels in Australia, which also indicates the value of vision and uh, having the app and some, something that will be able to uh, you know, read the Bible to you in that sense. But uh, what's happening in Thailand? Uh, one of uh, the team there, Chuck Quinley, he's got an initiative that he's implementing. What's that one about? Well, that's right. Well, we work uh, in closely with uh, Professor Chuck Quinley, who's an American, um, and he has, over the last two or three decades, planted many um, colleges, Christian colleges, to train up young people. Uh, he was the founder of UCB Asia, uh, and he did that in the Philippines, in Manila. And then a few years ago, he moved to Thailand, where he established Media Light, which is a, uh, a school for training young people in how to use uh, the media to tell the gospel story in their own language and in their own culture. But one of the things that Chuck um, has discovered, like many other people involved in evangelism and training, is that we are seeing a very disconcerting trend where our young people are no longer reading as much as previous generations. We, we are on the TikTok uh, generation. We get a lot of our information from our handheld uh, media, whether it's Facebook or WhatsApp or TikTok. And so people tend not to be uh, readers. And so... Um, Quinley, along with his team at MediaLite, they've come up with a new syllabus to train young people. The average age of people in this uh, part of Asia is about 21, 22 years of age. They are the most connected generation in our history. Nearly every one of them has access to one or more mobile devices, and there is very easy access to high-speed internet. And so they have come up with 
I guess in one sense, almost reverting back to the foundations of the early church. And so Chuck and others have seen that Jesus taught his disciples 21 practices uh, of obedience that he taught his disciples. And so there come, they have come up with a new syllabus, and it's called the Jesus Quest, where they are training and teaching these students uh, 21 uh, practices and disciplines that Jesus taught his disciples. And they will be uh, learning one discipline every week. So this course will happen over 21 weeks. And they are doing that online through um, mobile phone apps and websites. And so uh, we have partnered with them. We have helped to, to fund uh, the pilot scheme. Uh, at the end of last year in November, they had a boot camp where Chuck took the best of the best of his previous students and they got together and they got, they've come up with this curriculum and they're launching it this year. And so we're really excited that not only will uh, this have the potential to raise up a fresh new generation of media missionaries, young people who are skilled in using uh, modern-day social media to tell the gospel in their own language and in their own culture, but also to disciple young people into following uh, in the footsteps of Jesus and those early disciples with those 21 disciplines and practices that help them to become true followers of Jesus. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, 1-800-316-316 if you'd like to join in our conversation today. Our special guest is Ian Warby. He's the spearhead uh, working with the international expansion of UCB, United Christian Broadcasters. He's CEO of what's happening with the developments, the expansion into the Asia-Pacific region. That's our immediate neighbours. But additional to that, Ian's also chair of UCB International and nurturing expansion all over the world. Let me just briefly touch on something here, Ian, that you've alluded to. And this value of being affiliated and some people might be thinking oh there's this major worldwide movement maybe there's someone at the top maybe a you know a very wealthy person uh, pulling all the strings and helping make things happen but this is a movement it's like a grassroots movement that springs up but everyone's related and this affiliation gives you real empowerment yeah, well, look, uh, no, the answer is no. We don't have some big um, you know, billionaire funding us as much as that would be lovely. Uh, very early in the piece, we, we learned um, the, you know, the principles that we read in the, in the Bible about being generous. Jesus said, as he sent out the disciples two by two, freely, freely you have received, freely, freely give. So I, I guess one of the hallmarks of UCB has been a spirit of generosity. And so what we ask people to do um, is that in the same way you've been blessed by vision, you know, which is also part of um, UCB, you know, maybe you've been blessed by listening to the radio or getting the app or, or reading the daily devotional. Uh, we do that without charge, but we also make an opportunity for people to donate. Now, the reality is it's up to the individual whether they give a small amount or a large amount. And the other reality is, unfortunately, not everyone gives. We probably find that um, probably on average only about 5% of the audience 
give, but we are a listener and reader-supported ministry. And in the same way, we are teaching those same principles in the islands and across Asia. So in the formative years, as we established these UCB affiliates, uh, based on the generosity of support that we receive from Vision, uh, we are able to establish these uh, beachheads to set up uh, local uh, incorporated uh, affiliates that are run by a local board, and we train up the locals uh, to be able to operate their Christian media uh, operations. That's both radio and the the publishing and the dis- distribution of the Word for Today. And we also train them about how to ask, you know, because in some cultures it's difficult to ask. People feel like oh they're begging or they're trying to force people to do something against their will. And so it takes time. And so we're training them. You know, I'm often reminded of the, uh, of the scripture that Paul said to Timothy, his apprentice. He said, entrust to faithful men who are able to teach others also. So that's what we do. It takes time. And so we really appreciate the support that we receive from Vision to allow us to do that. But step by step, slowly, slowly, uh, we are seeing these local groups who are fully autonomous. Yes, they're part of the UCB family, but they are run by locals and for locals. And so success for us looks like them running and operating uh, their local media missionary outfit um, and growing and expanding and then raising up a new generation that will do the same in their neighbouring islands and so on. Ian, is it the same around the world? Uh, Got your international cap on for a moment on a question like this because as listeners can hear, uh, Australia will, let's just uh, be upfront, uh, a wealthy nation and there are those smaller island nations. The people are not quite so wealthy or up into Southeast Asia, some of the areas up into Papua New Guinea uh, or uh, uh, Timor-Leste, not necessarily the sort of uh, dollars freely flowing If you were translating that to the operation in the UK or uh, the affiliates that are in the United States or in Canada, are they also adopting smaller, poorer uh, nation opportunities? Are they the ones that are helping to develop those? It's exactly the same model because we're all cut from the same um, tree, I guess, where where UCB, as you alluded earlier, it, it was birthed out of a movement that started in New Zealand back in the 1960s. Uh, Dick Berry got this crazy idea of being the first in the British Commonwealth to have Christian media. And from there, uh, the the vision uh, and the mission uh, was spread around the world. So every UCB has the same heart of generosity of the stronger helping the weak. Yeah, we use a principle found in Second Corinthians, I think, chapter nine, where where uh, Paul was saying that you know we look at our Lord Jesus, and though he was wealthy, he gave it all away, so that we could become rich, and that we're to do the same. You know, we're to follow in the example of Jesus, of 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 being a, a living sacrifice, and being generous, and the strong helping the weak. And at at the end of the day, uh, Paul writes that um, those who have little have their needs met and those with a lot are able to help those that are struggling. And at the end of the day, all the needs are met and nothing is left over. And so this is the the kingdom principle of how we expand and see uh, the gospel go around the world. You know, it's it flies in the face of conventional uh, business practice. Uh, I guess we've turned that upside down, but uh, we follow in the example that Jesus and the scriptures tell us 
and look at the results. Um, you know, in thirty odd years, as you said earlier in the piece, we're now in uh, over fifty nations, fourteen languages, and it's continuing to grow and expand. I get the same stories coming out of the UK. We've, they've now expanded right across Europe. Just last year, we saw the birth of UCB Germany, UCB Switzerland. Um, in Africa, we're seeing uh, that continue to grow and expand across that continent. Uh, and the same in the United States. Um, it's just wonderful to see the gospel continue to grow, even in the face of adversity. With COVID, uh, when we reflect on what's happened here in Australia and, uh, you know, listeners, loyal listeners, loyal supporters will know that somehow or other, even in the midst of all of the bad news, uh, we didn't miss a beat. And uh, obviously around here, we just say, well, thank you, Lord. Uh, People are aware of the need for keeping this ministry growing. Has it been the same around the world, Ian? Are you able to reflect uh, some some of the operations? Have they uh, suffered through COVID? They're back on their feet now. How how do things look financially around the world? No, many of them did suffer greatly. Um, you know, in some countries they had a very high attrition rate. We we lost a lot of church leaders, uh, so there was a lot of pain and anguish. And um, you know. It, I'm just so thankful that we were strong enough because of the support that we've received through Vision um, and Vision's uh, listeners and supporters that we we didn't uh, miss a beat you know, on the financial side, but the needs are great. And if I can just touch on one really sad piece of news that just happened at the beginning of this year, uh, our listeners may have heard that there was a very tragic aviation um, event in Nepal. We had a commercial airline go down uh, and all 72 uh, on board were were lost. They all perished. Well, sadly, um, the station manager, the founding station manager of Apostle FM from Pokhara, which is the second largest city in Nepal, uh, he, along with two or three of his church colleagues, perished in that accident. Now, just prior to that, just prior to Christmas, we had been in conversation uh, with Anil, who's the the name of the guy who was the the, the founding owner of Apostle FM, and uh, we were working on him becoming part of UCB Nepal, and so we're just waiting now for an appropriate amount of time for for the mourning period to talk to um, his family about continuing the legacy that he's established, so we can get alongside and keep that um, powerful FM station uh, on air, broadcasting that message of hope and encouragement. And so we're looking forward for the first time in nearly three years to fly into Nepal. And, you know, that takes a little bit of courage, I must say, you know, personally, because um, Nepal doesn't have the the greatest track record for aviation safety. But that's what um, being part of uh, on the mission, we just have to trust God. And sometimes you have to face adversity and setbacks and just uh, rise up again and saying, but Lord, the need is still great. There are thousands, if not millions of people in the valley of decision that have not yet heard the gospel and need that encouragement and need to be discipled. And so I would just ask our listeners to continue to pray thoughtfully and carefully uh, about your continuation of supporting vision, knowing that when you support vision, that 10% of that um, support goes in uh, empowering uh, myself and Grant Kennedy and Henry and uh, Rudy and Steve and all of our team here as we continue to do the work of the gospel through trusted Christian media. 
Ian Warby, as we talk through some of the things that are happening and some of the things we might not get to cover all the exciting things, but there's just amazing things that are happening to our near neighbour in the north, Indonesia. Give us some insights about expansion there. Well, um, we've we established UCB Indonesia uh, over a decade ago, and they launched a uh, a dedicated Christian television station called the U Channel uh, out of Jakarta, which is the capital of Indonesia. Um, some of our listeners may not be aware, but Indonesia is the most populous uh, Islamic country in the world. It's spread out across this vast uh, archipelago of many many islands. Uh, and Jakarta being the capital. Uh, And also we have recently partnered uh, with an organization called JAPRI, which is like an umbrella group over 115 Christian radio stations that are spread across uh, Indonesia. And uh, last year we launched a new initiative, primarily, again, because of the COVID, we couldn't physically travel uh, to Indonesia, but um, because of the generosity of support that we had received from Vision, uh, we decided we would launch the Word for Today in Indonesian. And so we published and distributed 20,000 copies of the Word for Today across Indonesia. Well, that went down so well that this year, I'm pleased to say, we increased that to 30,000 copies. And uh, and next year, we have 50,000 in our sites. And again, all of this is only possible because of the faithful support that we get uh, through Vision Christian Media because of the faithful support of uh, local listeners and readers just like you. So here in Australia, our population is around about 25 million. And just to the north, our near neighbours in Indonesia, their population is... 250 plus, million. So 10 times the size of the Australian population and uh, we've got an opportunity there to help to nurture and to get new initiatives up and going to increase that level of discipleship that happens amongst the Christians in Indonesia. Some people will be bowled over by that. They will, and I was even bowled over as I started to you know, uh, do my research as we were developing this newfound partnership uh, with UCB Indonesia and with JAPRI. I discovered that... Um, uh, a good portion of Indonesia has a very strong Christian foundation because uh, Indonesia in more modern um, history was um, part of uh, the Spice Islands as part of the trading groups uh, with uh, the Dutch and also with Portugal. And so they have a lot of churches that have been uh, involved since the late 1700s. And today, uh, about 39 million Indonesians uh, identify themselves as Christians. So there are more Christians in Indonesia than there are Australians uh, or Christians in Australia, or just Australians, I should say, yeah. It's very exciting to think about things like that. And nice to get the thought uh, that you can expand your view about how effective you might be as a Christian believer sitting in your living room or listening at work and being a part of the ministry that's happening around the world. 
Hey, uh, let's talk about uh, some of the other ways that input happens. Um, nations like Timor-Leste, and uh, there's a really good, strong operation that's happening there. Um, sometimes their technological uh, skills are not quite always up to speed. This is where the affiliation thing is important. Give us some some insights here into uh, to upgrading stations across Timor-Leste. Yeah, we're really thrilled to be part of... Uh uh, UCB in uh, East Timor, Timor-Leste. Uh, the local station there is called Radio Voz, uh, and they have a, uh, a high-powered service in its capital, Dili, which has a population of about 300,000. Uh, and yet over the last three to four years, we've expanded so that uh, every provincial capital now has uh, a Radio Voz. But they've only been operating at low power, at 15 watts, and so, again, because of the, the generous support that we receive through Vision, we've been able to purchase 10 brand-new 100-watt transmitters. They're already in place in Timor-Leste, but before they can be connected to the local antennas, uh, they have to have special fittings soldered to the coaxial cable. That's the cable between uh, the transmitter and the antenna. And again, because we haven't been able to travel in person, uh, just uh, last week we used uh, modern technology like a a Zoom call between uh, our local vision technician, John Wilcox, and the local team in Dili, and they were being trained as to how to solder and fit the correct fitting so that these new transmitters can be activated. So... Without this training, the gospel wouldn't be going out over the airwaves. So that's just another example of how, you know, vision being a, a strong base that's supported by our local listeners and supporters. And through our technician, he was in turn able to train up uh, using modern technology of, of Zoom and to show them how to make the, the, the solder and the fitting so they can go out and start switching on these new 100-watt transmitters. So you can imagine going from 15 watts to 100 watts, that signal is going to reach many, many more people. Nice, clear, strong signal so they can hear the gospel um, in their own culture right across Timor-Leste. Wonderful news. Hey, let's talk Ukraine and Russia. Um, We don't have an outfit in Russia, but we used to. Uh, Give us the story here so we're aware of what's going on uh, in that part of the world, Ian. Yeah, well, over 20, 25 years ago, we we had two AM stations, uh, one in Moscow and the other in St. Petersburg. And I I, I had a a wonderful opportunity uh, over 20 years ago to travel with our international uh, president, Hal Short, to go and see the work that was happening in Russia, and I remember when we got there, it was um, minus twenty. It was snow. I, I I'd hardly ever seen any snow as an Aussie living in Queensland. Um, and I remember uh, we were walking outside the Kremlin. We were on our way to visit the tomb of the unknown soldier. It was a Saturday morning, and we were playing tourist. I remember I had my video camera out. I'm thinking, wow, here we are in Russia, uh, representing you know God's kingdom. And uh, next minute, I heard behind us uh, some whistles being blown, and we looked around, and these uh, local police officers, militia, they came, and uh, they separated us. I had to stand on one side of the, the path and Hal on the other, and you know the usual 
stereotype papers, please. So we had to hand over our, our passport and our papers. And they started shaking their heads and on the radio. Next minute, a vehicle turns up with the blue flashing light. And he says, oh, this is very serious. You'll be taken to the to the police station and uh, it's going to be very difficult. You, you'll be deported, never able to come back here again. And then um, one of them said, and you know, uh, you could get lost on the way to the police station. At which time Hal, who'd been to Russia many times, he cottoned on to what was happening. And he said, how much? And they said, how much for what? How much to get lost? And so after we paid the $100 US uh, fine, we were on our way. Now, later I asked, what was all that about? Well, after the fall of the communist war, many people, including the police officers, were not being paid. And so they developed a scam where they would shake down foreigners uh, to get money. And he said that money would feed that police officer uh, and his family for over a month. So that's how it happened. In the end, we realized, when I say we, UCB International realized that um, we didn't quite understand the culture as best as we could. And so we ended up gifting uh, those two AM stations to our sister organization, FEBC. And to the best of my knowledge, they're still operating today. In fact, it was just recently uh, I had the FEBC Eurasia uh, chair, Rudy Weans, yeah. and uh, I had him uh, talking through the issues. And some listeners might remember how you balance having a Christian radio station in Moscow <laughs> and a Christian radio station in Ukraine. And, uh, you know, with the war going yeah. on, some might say you have to take sides. But we had to really get to the point where we said, as a Christian broadcaster, you've got to be above the fray yeah. and minister into the needs of the people. Absolutely. We're apolitical. Uh, we're non-denominational. We just want to preach the gospel, the good news of Jesus. So let's talk Ukraine now, because we do have some operations in Ukraine. Uh, what's going on there? Well, we do indeed. And again, you know, as you hear us talk, you, you'll be picking up this idea that UCB is really like this family, this family of like-minded Christians that use the media uh, to share the good news of Jesus and to to um, make disciples by giving people resources that will grow them in their faith. And so an initiative that happened last year was uh, through UCB Hungary and Romania. Uh, they came to us and they said, we are anticipating uh, hundreds of thousands of Ukrainian families uh, fleeing uh, the war-torn region of Ukraine and coming into their neighboring countries of uh, of Hungary, Romania, Czechoslovakia, uh, uh, Estonia, and so on. And so uh, they came up with an initiative to print over 50,000 copies of the Word for Today in Ukrainian. And then they partnered with other uh, missions groups to have these Word for Todays inserted into emergency food parcels. So as people were fleeing Ukraine and being settled in these neighboring uh, countries for refuge, while they were uh, thinking about what was happening to their homes, many of them, their fathers, uh, were not allowed to leave Ukraine. They were ordered to stay and to fight. And so you can imagine um, mothers and children that were separated, just uh, distraught. Not only had they lost their home, but they were out of contact with their fathers and their husbands. And so for them to be able to read uh, the hope and the encouragement that they could read in their own language every day, along with their, their food supplies. And so this was a wonderful 
um, initiative. And I'm really thrilled to say that, again, uh, Vision Christian Media, in its generosity, stepped up. And we gave uh, several thousands of dollars to make sure that those copies of the Word for the Day could be printed and distributed. So, again, to all of you who support this ministry, I want to say thank you. God bless you. You never know where that support will end up even in places like the Ukraine. And so coming back to what we said a little earlier about how the whole affiliation is so valuable and how it works and how here in Australia there's support for these smaller island nations offshore in our South Pacific and up into Southeast Asia. So for issues like Ukraine, uh, some of the operations in Europe or uh, or the UCB operation in the UK, would, would they be the ones that would, would help to oversee the expansion into areas like Ukraine and, and those other smaller Eastern European nations? That's exactly right. We, we've actually developed what we call hubs. So a hub is a, a central place you know, where you have a strong affiliate like UCB in the UK, which is based in the Midlands of the United Kingdom at Stoke-on-Trent, which is just not far out of um, uh, uh, Manchester, uh, part of the industrial heart of the UK. Uh, so they have two campuses there, uh, one in Stoke-on-Trent, one in uh, Manchester itself, uh, over 115 staff. They have three or four radio uh, channels. They operate UCB television. They produce over uh, half a million copies of the Word for Today. And then they oversee UCB Europe. So this is all the UCB groups in Denmark, Estonia, in France, in Portugal, um, in Switzerland, in Germany, uh, uh, across over into uh, 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 Scandinavia and so on. So uh, so you have this hub, uh, UCB Island. Um, I was just invited recently to, to record uh, an encouragement uh, for the expanding uh, group in Ireland. And so again, um, you know, we see uh, out of the hubs, so this idea of the stronger helping the weaker, but training up them up, you know, entrusting to faithful men and women who then in turn will teach others also. So that's very much part of the heart of who UCB is, this, this spirit of, uh, of generosity, the weak helping, um, sorry, the, the stronger helping the weak, uh, we are fiercely non-denominational because by being uh, unaffiliated with any one denomination, it allows us to transcend across all uh, walks of life in the nations that we serve. And it supports all of the local work that goes with those local churches, yep. uh, faithful pastors, uh, out planting churches, nurturing people, discipling on the ground. As listeners will know, when you've got Christian media as a backup, oh, it makes things so much easier. Hey, let's just, I want to come back to uh, our region, South Pacific and Southeast Asia, but uh, let's talk about just mentioning, perhaps even just by name, because we haven't got too much time, some of the nations where UCB has been expanding into. And uh, when we talked Africa earlier, uh, no doubt the hub is sort of South Africa and there's expansion into various African nations. Any quick thought on Africa there, Ian? Yes, yeah, so uh, UCB Africa is uh, is based in Pretoria, which is near Johannesburg, the, the capital of South Africa. Uh, our, our partner station there is Radio Pulpit, which is the largest Christian media operator in South Africa. But then out of that, uh, we expand into places like Nigeria, uh, Madagascar, uh, Botswana, uh, uh, Zimbabwe, 
uh, Zambia, uh, you know, lots of the other nations around that area. Um, they've just recently rebranded themselves from UCB Africa to the word for you today, Africa. Um, another hat that um, I'm privileged to wear is I'm actually the chairman uh, of UCB Africa in that regard. And so, <laughs> okay. uh, again, when you support uh, vision, um, the knock-on effect is that you're also helping us to support uh, some of the works and the operations in places like Africa. Huge growth in the Christian church in Africa. Estimates 500 million believers. Yeah. And the desperate need is for discipleship. Okay. So uh, the presence of Christian media uh, going through those nations of Africa, absolutely essential. Hey, Also in Mexico uh, and into South America, uh, there's partnerships that are developing in South America. Any uh, any insights here that come to mind? Yes. Yeah, so um, through uh, a good relationship with uh, Christian Voice, uh, which is um, funded uh, through a very generous billionaire uh, who used to actually be uh, a lord in the British Parliament, but he made his fortune. He wasn't born uh, wealthy. He made his fortune um, in the distribution of uh, motor vehicles, and uh, the Lord told uh, this brother to invest into winning souls for Jesus. And so he established this uh, other media ministry called uh, Christian Vision, and they operate about 660 radio stations across uh, South America. Well, not long before uh, the author of our popular daily devotional, the Word for the Day, Bob Gast, not long before Bob uh, was promoted to glory, um, I had the privilege of introducing uh, Bob uh, to the founder of uh, Christian Vision. And through uh, that connection, uh, the word for today is broadcast uh, every day across those 600 uh, stations across South America. And that is even happening today, also across Jamaica uh, and, and other parts of, uh, of South America, right up into the Amazon. Okay, quickly back to our neck of the woods, our backyard. And some might say, well, if we're talking South Pacific Islands and uh, near neighbours in Southeast Asia, this is sort of, you know, these are our responsibility to be working with. Uh, some expansion that's happening too in some of the areas uh, in, in the South Pacific. Uh, what's Very quickly, what's happening there, Ian? Okay, so one of the ones that we've just um, built a, a new hub is in Honiara, which is the capital of the Solomon Islands. Uh, so we are on air with Life FM in uh, Honiara, 93.5, also in Munda, which is the uh, over in the Western Province, and the capital of the Western Province, uh, Giza. Uh, there's another little um, uh, village called Noro, uh, which used to be a fighter base during World War II. Today, it's a Bible college uh, run and operated by an Australian evangelist, Pastor David. And uh, we just recently were able to uh, restore that station. It had been off air for a while but, you know, during the COVID period. Uh, so it's now back on air. Uh, right up in the north, uh, the capital of Choisel, which is Taro, used to be uh, part of the British um, outpost there. Uh, they have a radio uh, station there. Now, this is where some of the the, the darkest people on earth, uh, you know, they, their skin is very, very dark uh, up uh, near Bougainville. Uh, they are hearing the gospel and they're getting the word for the day as well. We are really hoping and praying that uh, this year we will see two new 
FM stations launched in Fiji, one in Suva, the capital, and the second over in um, uh, Latoka, uh, which is a, a major shipping port in the west part of Fiji. We've just uh, managed to be registered as UCB Fiji. It's taken us uh, over eight months just to even open up a bank account. And right now we have a submission with the Fijian government to uh, to give us uh, two FM frequencies. We already have uh, the transmitters and all the equipment ready to launch. So that's something that our listeners can pray about, that the Lord would go before us and we'd get the green light uh, from the Fijian government. Uh, another exciting project that we are also geared up for, uh, and that is in Nauru. Uh, Nauru is a very small island. At one stage, it was one of the most wealthy um, countries on earth because of the superphosphate industry. Uh, for our listeners down in Melbourne, you might uh, remember Nauru House, a big multi-story uh, building there. Well, today, unfortunately, they've lost a lot of their wealth and they are suffering. Uh, they are, Unfortunately, uh, they are known for being one of the most obese uh, nations on earth because um, the locals uh, are not eating well, they're not eating healthy. Uh, and again, it's a nation that's been locked down because of COVID. And so we've been working with a local. Uh, we've been distributing the word for the day in the island nation of Nauru for the last two years. Uh, this year, we're also launching the free app, but we also have plans to launch uh, an FM radio service, Life FM, which will cover the entire uh, island. Uh, over 10,000 uh, inhabitants that live on Nauru. So please pray with us that we will have success uh, in getting uh, favour from the government and them issuing us uh, with a frequency, and then we'll be able to quickly go over and get that switched on. Well, Ian, just wonderful getting these insights, uh, a bit of an update, and every now and then just a privilege to be able to have you come into the studio and just let us know what's developing. And for listeners, it's not officially any sort of appeal today, no. but and listeners will be inspired knowing that as they've made donations to various vision appeals, yeah. like Visionathons, that 10% of that is helping to fund the overseas uh, international expansion however no doubt there are projects and there might be listeners who are saying well i've got a real heart for missions whether it's our south pacific island nation neighbors or those who are uh, you know to the near north of us uh, let me just encourage you uh, to be in touch with ian warby and uh, maybe there's some special partnership that you can be a part of the ucb website now, you'll get a, a link there on the Vision website, but there is a special one, ucbaustralia.com.au, ucbaustralia.com.au. I'll just correct you there. Oh, um, okay. We've, yep. we've actually dropped that one. Okay. Uh, like everything, everything's changing. So the best way to find out more about it is just to go to uh, ucbap, that's UCB Asia Pacific, ucbap.org. And from there, you'll see all the links to all the projects uh, in the in the region. Okay, there I'm corrected. UCBAP.org. Ian Warby, thanks so much for sharing your heart with us today. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.